welcome back to another daily walk. Uh, maybe it's a daily sit in the van. But I recorded this already, but then I wanted to make a few adjustments and changes, and there's not a good place to walk outside right now uh, to re-record what I wanted to talk about. So let's go ahead and talk about um, how your church is found. And um, this is an important discussion. In fact, I did one almost the same type of video last year about this time as I'm traveling around and looking for good churches and they're becoming more and more difficult to find. And so as we are uh, looking at things, of course, um, as we want, as we're going around the world, we have to recognize the importance of churches. Of course, we're going to go to the the famous Hebrews 10:23 through 25. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together as some are in the habit, but even encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. So, of course, as we're talking about this particular section here of Scripture, uh, this is the, the common one that is oftentimes used to, you know, people have to go and attend church, whatever else. And and uh, as you know, I've uh, mentioned many times on this channel that I think that verse is oftentimes taken a little bit too out of context at times, um, you know, too focused on the local church, which is not the idea we have of current local churches, is not particularly found in Scripture. And um, not saying um, it's bad. What I'm saying is that oftentimes people use that uh, that verse a little out of context. The reality is, though, is that as Christians, we have got to regularly be in fellowship. We've got to be places where you can learn about the Word. And for those people who travel around the country, it's important that we can find these good churches. Because the sad reality is... Um, the sad reality is most of the churches that are with it enough to be found are so unbiblical, I wouldn't send people to them. The most biblical churches are generally very small. They are very scripture focused. They don't have a ton of resources. And so you may not actually be able to find them very easily. And that's a problematic thing. Um, looking at these verses here, uh, Matthew 5, 14 through 16, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way so that they may be seen, uh, that they may see your good works and glorify the father who is in heaven. Now that verse itself has a more direct application to individual people, not quite as much the, um, you know, the church as a whole, but I think it's a, a good parallel we can make. The churches in this world need to shine their light before men. And as you're doing this, you need to go where the men are going to be at. And this is uh, an important thing. Now, what many churches nowadays have gotten good enough at is at least jumping on to uh, recognizing that you need some form of social media or whatever else. The downside is they're not even keeping up with what's going on in social media. So as I look around the country, I find most churches are only on Facebook. Many of them have forsaken a website. They've forsaken any alternative tech. Some of them have even forsaken things like YouTube or whatever else, and they're only doing stuff on Facebook. We have a big problem. 
Facebook is only populated by old people. And so you see churches and they're going, well, young people just aren't into faith. No, the only place people can find you, if they can find you at all, is on Facebook. Well, I block Facebook. I'm sorry, I just do not want a computer company located at one hacker way to have access to anything on my devices. So I completely block Facebook. So if that's the only place I can find you, I'm sorry, uh, I'm not going to find your church. And Facebook does not like the message you're preaching. And so Facebook is not going to promote your church either. And so in light of this, if people know where you are because they're already going to your church, they can find your stuff, but they're not otherwise going to be really good at getting out there and finding things. And so I wanted to take you over to this scripture here, Matthew 10, 16. Behold, I send you out as sheep amongst wolves, so be shrewd as serpents as, and innocent as doves. This idea to be shrewd as serpents is to utilize the ways of the world in order to preach the gospel of Christ. All right, so what do we have to do in light of that? Well, we need to be found. The best way we can be found is to have a website, but it's not just that. You need to have a website, and the reason you need a website is because there are AI bots that go around and look for churches. And if you have a website, they will look for churches, and they will grab the information, and they will populate these sites. Uh, Yellow Pages is on this. Google populates information from this. And then you will be in a town directory inside of your given town with that going on. If you have a website where people can find you, and then you need to talk about what is actually on your website. So your website needs to have your service times, it needs to be up to date with information. I want information about the pastor and I want to know, can I, is there a sermon archive? This is a great place to have short Facebook, podcast, YouTube, preferably alt tech, um, Rumble, which is where a lot of conservatives are getting their video now, which is probably closer to your target audience. Um, you want to be able to have an archive online where people can find your information and they can get this done. Now, a while back, I did a message for a um, uh, networking group in business, a business networking group, and I did the seminar on do not hire your high school neighbor. And there's a thing on your websites. The problem a lot of churches have nowadays is they they get you know a little disconcerted. I don't know what I'm doing. So you find the local kid who might be slightly tech savvy and be like, oh, can you work on our website? And then you're going to get something that is abysmal and horrible. Now, I will tell you an abysmal, horrible website with those four pieces of information I talked about is infinitely better than only having Facebook. But ultimately, you want to have a decent website. All right. And this means you're going to put out a little bit of money for it. Do you have no faith that paying for a website is actually going to be something that is beneficial for the ministry you have in your church and your congregation? These are those things that you need to think about. Um, making sure that we do indeed have a good church set up so that we can, uh, we can have a website, we can see what's going on on there, and ultimately you can gather together all of the pieces of information and let the community know where you're at. It's not that people are going to go to Google and find it unless you do it right, but it's that having a website attached to the town 
and then maybe even creating an account at Google, which I hate anyway, but um, creating the account on Google to say, this is our church business page, you will be directly indexed in that town. So if somebody is has an IP address close to your town searching for churches, you are going to show up if you do that simple step. What is the cost of this type of stuff? I personally do websites very cheaply, most of my sites that I just maintain for people, they're not paying more than a few hundred dollars a year. If you cannot come up with a few hundred dollars a year for a good up-to-date website, and you might say, well, I mean, our high school kid could do that. No, he can't. He's not going to know how to do it right. You need to bring in a professional. So if you are in a small church and your small church does not have a good website, please reach out to me. I'll give you a, a low quote and I'll give you uh, something that you can afford as a ministry because frankly, we need churches out there that um, uh, that can be found. And I found that going around and traveling around the country, and I've been in like 35 states in the last year and I look for churches every single Sunday. More often than not, I have to settle for a church at least I can find online, uh, even if it's not super sound theology. But if you're preaching and you're you're getting there on Sunday and you're opening up the Bible, and as you're opening up the Bible, you are actually preaching and teaching what is in the Word of God, you need to be found because that is a rarity among churches. It's a complete rarity. Here's the last verse I had pulled out to look at, 2 Timothy 4, 1 and 2. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God of Christ Jesus, who is the judge of the living and of the dead, and by his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with great patience and instruction. Be ready in season and out of season. That is what a good church website is going to do for you. You need to make sure you are found. You need to make sure that your information is out there. Make sure you have a website with your service times, up-to-date information. I mean, I went through a town last Wednesday, and the church that I looked at in town, they advertised a Wednesday night Bible study. I showed up at the church Wednesday night Bible study. Doors are locked. Nobody's there. Have up-to-date information on your website. You know, if you say you have a website, Bible study on your church website, be there, you know, or have a way of notifying people. Um, having that church, service times, up-to-date information, pastor, and if you can, get your sermons up there in video or audio form. Those are the things that you need to do. With that, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, again, if you're part of a small church, uh, and you're probably part of a biblical church if you're in a small church, and you do not have a church website, pass this video far and wide because Man, people need to hear this message. That Thanks for watching, everybody, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is OurWalkInChrist.com.